Hello and welcome back to All About Gaming, episode 7, the last episode of the year. So Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year when it comes. Today we're going to talk about gaming news, eh, our gaming year, what we've been playing. So let's go, shall we, on with the gaming news. This could be quite a short episode actually because, well, to be honest, the kids are at home. So no doubt they want to interrupt me about 15,000 times and there's not really that much gaming news to talk about. But I can tell you, but give me a year of what I've been playing so let's just go and then we'll see what comes up won't we okay so Dirt 5 the first bit of news I've got is for Dirt 5 they've released a free snow limits content pack and wheel support which is available right now on Xbox PlayStation PC it brings new ivories a new what's that a new track snowy playground options and much more so that's quite good free too so you can't complain can you CD Projekt Red is claimed it sold a further 5 million copies of Cyberpunk 2077 even after all this debacle of refunds and all that. Apparently it brings the sales to 13 million including refunds so that's pretty damn impressive. Uh, now they sort of, I think it's after my last episode done, they done an apology just to say oh we're really sorry you can now get a refund from the PlayStation Store. I think Xbox followed that up as well. So you were able to get a full refund if you wanted. And it's funny because I did see people complain when they got a full refund that they then took the game away from them. <laughs> it's like, well, if you're going to get a full refund, you can't keep the game. That's how life works, I'm afraid. <sighs> I don't know, some people. But there we go. I think it's fair enough. I think it's, well, I'll talk about the game in a bit. I've talked about it previously. I'll talk about it in a bit. A new patch was released as well for the game. Patch 1.05. This is meant to improve things on PlayStation and Xbox. And a little bit with PC RT older. I think it's uh, AMD processors. It's meant to improve some of that with older AMD processors as well. So uh, that patches out. I've not noticed the difference really because I'm running on a sort of higher end PC. So I don't think. I had many issues anyway. I haven't really noticed that many bugs recently, so yeah, I've, that's fine. But let me know if you've used that patch, if it's improved things, because that'd be interesting to know. Uh, the next generation of Control is coming out on February 20. Well, I say February 21, that makes it sound like February 21, 21, but it's not. It's just February 21 sometimes. Uh, so sometime in February 21, you'll be able to play the new version of Control. Now, I bought Control uh, in the sale, but I've not even downloaded or played it because I was waiting on this next-gen version because I've never tried it and I hear good things about it. So I'm looking forward to trying it once it's out on PlayStation 5. That'll be like just having a new game, won't it? So that's quite exciting. Moving to Microsoft, uh, Flight Sim has now reached 2 million players. That's pretty impressive, but it is on Game Pass, and to be fair, it's pretty damn good on Game Pass as well. Now, it's such a big download. I mean, I I got a new SSD the other day, and I decided to put it in my machine and re-download Microsoft Flight Simulator, and I remember it being quite a big download, 40 gigs or something, but then when you go in the game, it downloads another 100 gigs, so it took up 10% of my new SSD already, just from that game, which is pretty crazy, 
but it, it is very good. It's really good if you sort of just want a wee escape and a relaxing game. It's one of those type of games. So yeah, Ooh, maybe I'll play that today. Just have a wee quick shot now that I've talked about it. Uh, the PlayStation Store, which actually sells PlayStations Direct, has discontinued the PS4 Pro. Now, it makes you wonder if the PS4 Pro is just going to disappear now. I mean, the PS5's out, the PS4's out. Is there really need for one in the middle now anymore? I mean, I know Xbox Series, not Xbox Series X, that's a new one, Xbox One X. See how confusing that naming system is? It's just crazy. Uh, Xbox One X is probably going to be discontinued, so I imagine discontinuing PS4 Pro makes total sense because, I mean, you don't really need it, do you? There's no... What's the market for it? Why get a more powerful PlayStation 4 when you can just get the PlayStation 5? Or if you want something less powerful, get PlayStation 4. So that makes total sense to me. Moving on, Safari is now out on iOS. Safari? <laughs> of course Safari's out on iOS, you idiot. Uh, Stadia, I'm talking about though. That's out on iOS. Via Safari, hence the confusion. You can now play Stadia games via the Safari browser on iOS. That's their way of getting around not being able to be on the store. So yeah, let me know if you try that. I've played Stadia a bit. It's okay. It's a bit like PlayStation Now as far as I'm concerned. The streaming side of it, it's kind of similar. There's nothing wrong with it as such. It's just not my preferred way to play games. Uh, back to PlayStation 5, and it seems that they've released or they've at least updated. I've not noticed the patch yet, so I don't know how they've done it, but they've released this confirmed game version. So say you start the PlayStation 4 version of Assassin's Creed on your PlayStation 5, it'll come up with a screen which says confirm game version, and it says uh, you're about to play the PS4 version of the game. Do you want to switch to PlayStation 5 version? So it's just really in case you download the wrong version by mistake, or if you've got PS4 disc in, but you've also downloaded the PS5 version, it then gives you the option to make sure you're playing the correct version. So that's, I guess it's a bit like smart delivery, except there's giving you an option instead of just, instead of just playing the version that you want to be playing, which would obviously be the PS5 version. Uh, sticking PlayStation, Spider-Man Remastered might get a standalone release soon. Now it's been listed on the store apparently, but you can't download it. I mean, that, it's hard for me to see that because I own the game. If I see the listing, I wouldn't be able to download it, obviously, because I already own it, so I wouldn't be able to purchase it. But it's in my library as a standalone thing, Spider-Man Remastered, obviously. So the fact that it's got a listing store, I'm not sure that means anything because I think they maybe need that listing so you can download it if you own it. But I don't know. Maybe one day there is the option though that they could let people buy it, so we'll see what happens there. And finally, for gaming charts, gaming charts, uh, Assassin's Creed is a Christmas number one, so well done, Assassin's Creed. Obviously, it had a lot of competition, as in Assassin's Creed was number one, Black Ops Cold War was number two, Cyberpunk number three, FIFA 21 number four, and Animal Crossing was number five, so that's the gaming news. But yeah, that's all the competition that Assassin's Creed had, so. It's done bloody well to get to number one. Whether that's obviously only the physical charts, so whether if you include everything that would be number one, I don't know. But still, well done, Assassin's Creed. Knocking off, knocking FIFA off the tops. No mean feat, is it? So it's normally called you here, uh, FIFA, which are number one at Christmas. So well done, Ubisoft. Okay, we're moving on now. Uh, 
what we're going to move on to, if I can find that, is that the game of the year. Now, what I did was I asked people what their game of the year was. Uh, let me just get it, get it up. So before we go to other people, though, I guess I may as well try and think what mine is. Now, the immediate game that springs to mind is The Last of Us Part 2, which is an absolutely wonderful game. Uh, but I have to admit, I didn't think it was perfect. I did, I mean, I don't know. I think it was the story. The story, obviously, the story is brilliant. But I think it just dragged on a bit. And that's kind of what's holding me back from thinking, is it really my game of the year? I don't know. I mean, the story did drag on a bit. Whereas Cyberpunk, that that's actually quite a close... I would say that's quite a close uh, one for game of year for me because I personally didn't really have any issues with it. So, Cyberpunk, Last of Us Part 2. Uh, I really enjoyed Spider-Man Miles Morales as well and Astrobot as well I really enjoyed. I'm just trying to think if there's any sort of left field games I've played where I thought, wow, that was the best game. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Another wonderful looking game, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm stuck. I think probably, though, thinking about it, really, Last of Us Part 2 probably is my game of the year. Out uh, of all those other games I mentioned, they're pretty close second, I would say, but I'm just thinking about it and like, how much time I spent for it and how much it impacted, I think, and just the overall presentation and no bugs, nothing like that for me. The acting brilliant. Yeah, Last of Us Part 2 is probably my game of the year. So there we go. I had to think about that. I, do, I don't I do think it's perfect, though. I just want to say that. I think the story did drag on, but by the end of it, I was getting a bit like, oh, is this finished yet? That, which is probably not a great way to think, is it a bit of game? But it was just... I guess it was the switching between the two characters and I started, Abby and Ellie, and I was starting to think, oh, when is this going to end? <laughs> but I still loved every minute of it as well at the same time. But yeah, great game. Well, let's just see what other people think anyway. Uh, where are we? Right. I asked on Twitter, doing a little Game of Year podcast for the end of the year, so what was your Game of Year? So, Tony... It's Tony B said Ghost of Tsushima was his game of the year. He said it's the only game he's really enjoyed this year. Wee Hunt said it was a tough one, but for him it had to be The Last of Us Part 2, Fight Simulator, or Ori, Willow, Wiss, all for different reasons. He said if he was to vote though, he'd go for The Last of Us Part 2, which is fair enough. Uh, Swedhead said he's been a strange year for gaming, he's got select downs, he adored Control, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, it's loving cyberpunk, but for sheer scale and class, Last of Us Part 2. So most people kind of agreeing with what my game of year was, even though it took me a while. Uh, Fan- Final Fantasy 7 Remastered was in there as well from Daniel Lindor. Daniel Linton, sorry, got that wrong. Uh, R- Rob Zombie said Last of Us Part 2. Uh, Chris Mazadaz said Last of Us Part 2. Uh, Age UK, he said Adrian Mews, he said Ghost of Tsushima, 
the way you have to balance the honour of being a samurai with the necessity of needing to resort to steady methods to save the island is superb. Uh, Swagdad SS69 said Final Fantasy VII Remastered for him. Alex Cook, he said The Last of Us Part Two was his game of the year by a very long way. And also, finally, Alp27 said The Last of Us Part Two not even close. So there we go. It seems the majority of people say The Last of Us Part Two, and I'm not surprised because, I mean, to be honest, it's an absolutely amazing game. There's no doubt about it. I mean, like I say, it's not perfect, far from it, but it's as near to perfect as you can get, really, for a video game, isn't it? I mean, it's it's that good. There should be some honourable mentions in here for Hades as well, which I've not played, and I can't see why everyone thinks it's so good, to be honest, because it's not really my type of game, but everyone I've seen mention it has said how wonderful it is, and it's actually won a few Game of the Year awards as well. IGN's at one, I think. Game Informer had it second as well, so I've not tried it. I'll wait till it's free. I think that's inevitable that it'll be free because I don't imagine it's a big seller from just from looking at it. Just the type of game it is, I, I don't imagine. It might have sold what, a million or something. I don't know if it seems sold that much, but I'd imagine it's one of these games that looks like one of these games that's going to end up in Game Pass or something to me. So I'll just wait till it's free and then I'll try it and then I'll sort of be like, Oh, I wish I'd tried that before. <laughs> but oh well, you can't try everything, can you? There's so many games, I can't get by them all. Okay, finally, I'm going to move on. I'll just tell you what I've been playing quickly uh, before the end of the episode. And then, obviously, I'll see you again next year after that. So, I've been playing Cyberpunk, obviously. I've completed it now. I've completed three of the endings. I was disappointed by every one of them. I believe there's six endings altogether. Uh, two of the ones I completed were a bit standard. The other one was one which kind of ends the game there and then. And I have to say, I was pretty disappointed. I mean, it's such a beautiful looking game. The gameplay for me has been smooth. It's been so much fun to play. I'm kind of still, even though I want to go back to Assassin's Creed, I'm still kind of wanting to just hang around in the cyberpunk world some more because it just looks so good and complete some side missions, but I think no, I think I'll go back to Assassin's Creed and then I'll come back to Cyberpunk another time. But yeah, it's, it's a good game. The story's pretty throwaway for me. I didn't really enjoy the story. I thought it was a bit boring and a bit confusing sometimes. Uh, but I really like the world. I like the action. I think the graphics look fantastic. Uh, it's pretty cool Keanu Reeves is in it. The stories, maybe it's just because it's not my type of story, do you know what I mean? It's not a fantasy game, it's more of a sort of futuristic game. I mean, I'm into, I'm into Star Wars and all that, but I don't really like Wade Runner sort of style games. So maybe that's why I didn't really like the story. Because it's cyberpunk, I don't really know much about the sort of cyberpunk world. So maybe that's why. I don't know. I mean, I just thought the story was pretty throwaway and pretty boring and not really it didn't really have an impact I mean I like games that have this impact at the end where, you, where it says this big twist or where something sad happens or whatever and then you just sit back and go it's amazing but when it ended I didn't get that feeling I mean 
I just love the game. This thing, I don't know if you've seen the latest episode of Mandalorian, which is the very last episode, but it just has this bit at the end where you just sit back and go, wow, that was so good. And Cyberpunk didn't give me that feeling, whereas there's many games that do. So that's probably why I felt disappointed and let down by it. But yeah, it's still a fantastic game. Really good. The world's amazing. The action's amazing. So yeah, I'm really impressed with Cyberpunk. Very impressed. Another game I'm impressed with, which I've been playing, is Fuser. And I've been waiting to get this game for ages. It's a sort of harmonics game, if you know who they are. They do rock band and all that. And it's like a DJ game, so but without all these stupid plastic peripherals. So you just play the game. You don't need any extras. You get all the songs with it. You can buy extra songs, obviously. And then you can mix the different songs. So you can mix an element from each song, that the sort of instrument, like piano, whatever, drums, singing, bass. But you can also mix two basses together, two songs together, whatever you want, really. And then as the game evolves and goes on, it gets even harder. You can add in your own little tunes and stuff, because it gives you these instruments, so you can make your own little tunes, which is pretty cool. And you can put them on top of the of this sort of licensed music and I tell you what when it all comes together and you're making your own tune and you've got all these beats and instruments and songs mixed in together and it comes together you're just sitting back on getting that feeling I was talking about a minute ago you're sitting back on wow I'm some DJ me that's amazing <laughs> there was one point I did that I don't remember what songs I mixed together but it was just all playing and it sounded so good. And I'm thinking, yeah, man, get going crowd. It was just, it was just sort of one of the moments where you're just like, this game is so good. So yeah, Fuse, I highly recommend that. I wasn't going to pay £60 for it, which is how much it was, I think. But uh, luckily, the Epic Store has a sale on and it's down to £36. And then when you sort of download the free games that you get on there, you get £10 voucher, which knocked it down to £26. So I got it £26, bargain of the year. I tell you what, I, I played this a bit sooner. This could very well be up there as one of my games of the year. It probably is one of my games of the year, to be honest, but not my game of the year, but one of them for sure, because I've really enjoyed it. It's absolutely excellent. Such a good, fun game. I kind of want to play it now, to be honest. I, I kind of just want to play that and nothing else. <laughs> That's how good it is. Real good fun. So yeah, it's also on sale, I believe, on the PlayStation Store right now. So if you haven't played it, you really need to check it out because it's absolutely brilliant. I absolutely love it. It's so good. So check out Fuser. I've done another wee video about it along with Cyberpunk and all that. Remember to check all the other videos on the channel because there's quite a few of them. And I think that's me. I think that's my wee short episode seven because uh, there wasn't too much to talk about this week. And uh, I'm terrified the kids are going to walk in and then I'll have to do all this editing. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for joining me for this episode. Remember to like, subscribe, and we'll see you next year for the next episode. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year when it comes. See you later. Bye.